live from BetQL. And live from the nation's capital, Ryan Horvath, Nick Ash. You were on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on the Odyssey app. You missed anything for the first three hours of this show. You know what to do. You go to the podcast, wherever, wherever, wherever. Ryan, you get your podcasts. Just take and throw away the key. Apple. There you go. No, 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 no. It can be anywhere. Come on now. One team, one dream. Yeah, I'm actually kind of mad at Apple. Why are you mad at Apple? Headphones broke. Oh, no. Which kind? Well, it was my own fault. Do you guys bring your headphones into the uh, sauna? Mm, well, so my gym now doesn't have one anymore because they're the worst. Actually, it's a great gym except for that. Uh, so I would say no, but I would, I would, I would consider doing it. I've done it in the past. Yeah, I don't know if that's what did it, but uh, my, like one of my headphones is dead. I keep charging it, thinking it's just you know I needs to be charged, but it just won't work. So I think that I toasted it in the sauna. Actually, maybe. oh my gosh, oh, this is actually the, one of the bigger sweats. Yeah. Yep. That was uh, fourth and ten. So if you I took, forgot you're sweating this right now. But That's if you, right. But if you took Carolina uh, tonight, then you're looking pretty good because it's a 21-19 game. Mm-hmm. They go for it here on fourth down. So they're going to end up probably covering here. The Giants had a big lead. I ended up going money line, luckily. Um, but, man, crazy. Uh, by the way, that game um, goes final, and the Braves win 4 nothing. Uh, so the Giants do not do their part. In fact, Spencer all. Strider tonight. Phenomenal. Dealing. Dealing. Two hits. That's what the Giants had. That's why I don't bet a whole lot of overs. And so that one does go down in a bag of poop. Bag of poop. Yeah. Mariners Astros, 2 nothing though, so we're still alive there. 21-19, minute 42 to go. What are the I mean, at this point, if you're the Giants, you just kind of But see you get this is the and this is the one thing that drives me nuts about preseason two. They're still running plays. I mean, I guess they're just it's a couple of runs. But you're gonna still you're still going to have some guys out there trying versus, okay, let's kneel this thing down and go home. Yeah, exactly. Are there any timeouts left for Carolina? I, uh, I didn't even see. Wait until the graphic comes back up. Yeah. Then we can watch Sports Final with Bruce Beck. I am pretty, I, I'm pretty excited for that one. NBC4 in New York. Out in New York. Bruce does a tremendous job wrapping these games up with great details, especially. Uh... Giants have three timeouts. Carolina's got one. Yeah, I think they're just going to let this one run yeah. down. All right, so uh, the Giants. Looks like a victory formation now. So, there you go. Giants so, are going to win this 21-19. So Carolina covers. Giants money line hits minus 165. Also right now in a game that we keep forgetting about because it's on game pass. Yep. Atlanta's up 10-6 to on the Bengals. Taylor Heineke now 13 of 21, 162 yards. No touchdowns, though. No interceptions. If you want a preview of what Bijan Robinson's going to look like, he only carried the ball four times. 20 yards, 5 yards a carry. Yeah, 5 yards a carry. Here we go. I can't wait to watch him. Yeah, man. Drake London and I had two receptions, 33 yards on three targets. I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah. Um, Bijan also caught a ball for six. Kyle Pitts had a reception for nine yards. Pretty high on Atlanta coming into the season. And obviously, it's hard not to be high on Cincinnati. The only concern is injuries. And uh, we obviously aren't going to see Joe Burrow. We probably are going to see Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow week one. How healthy is he going to be? We don't know yet. Um, but, man, that's my only concern with them. Injury regression. They've been really healthy these last couple seasons. And if Joe Burrow's not fully healthy and J- uh, Jake Browning or Trevor Simeon are your quarterbacks, you're probably in big trouble. Yeah. And, look, you've got a lot of young quarterbacks that are kind of hitting that first-year situation. Yeah. Whether it's you started a couple of games last year, but you're now the starter week one, or you're a rookie, and it's going to be the first time for that. Like, getting out there week one. Sam Howell was named the starter in Washington today. Your guy, Sam Howlin at the moon. I'm not, I'm just like, I'm not ready to buy in, but I actually, I feel good about like the potential that he has, but I think that there's a low ceiling with him. Yeah. But you got Sam Howell, 
First full year as a starter. He started one game last year. C.J. Stroud's a rookie. Anthony Richardson's a rookie. Kenny Pickett, I know, started a bunch of games for Pittsburgh last year, but he'll be the week one starter, clearly, in Pittsburgh. Desmond Ritter, week one starter in Atlanta. Bryce Young, rookie. Jordan Love, finally, week one starter in Green Bay. And then Brock Purdy, week one starter, as long as he's healthy, in San Francisco. Now, out of all of those guys, if you want to talk about success for quarterbacks this season, I want to rule out all of those rookie quarterbacks. They're behind bad offensive lines. You yeah. had Anthony Richardson in the questions of whether he can throw that football consistently right now. May be able to run. May go over 1,000 yards rushing. So take the over on I think it's, I want to say his rushing prop is at like, I think I've seen it at like 800 in some places. Richardson's? Yeah, or is that too high? Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. I don't have it in front of me right at the moment. Uh, let if me you've got it. Check what it is really quick. I but that would be the only way I'd go with that. Now, if you're going to look at quarterbacks, though, these young quarterbacks out of all those first year starters that we just mentioned, the one, like, there's two ways you can dictate, dictate the success, right? You can look at stats, goes over receiving yards, touchdown props, all those things, or it can just be manages the game well, doesn't lose games, and the team's successful. If you look at it from that perspective, I would put Jordan Love in that category as the top. Yeah. Team success, but he's got a lot of good team around him, good coaching staff. They're already a, a playoff team. If you were to look at a player that's in a position to maybe have their own just individual success, I feel like you'd... I really actually want to go Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett could be really good for the Steelers this year. Again, not flashy, but let's say it's 20 touchdowns and just seven picks, right? They're going to run the ball a lot. They're going to put him in a position to succeed. He's not going to be going downfield a lot. Whereas individual stats, he'll throw for 3,500 yards because they're letting him get a little bit more aggressive but still kind of keep it in kind of inbounds of where they need it to be. Yeah. Because he's also in a really good situation. But I think Kenny Pickett has a chance to be another really solid quarterback this year. But there's nobody on this list that I look at and say, Oh, get ready. It's going to be a monster. As much as I love Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy is going to have some ups and downs this year. Yeah, and I mean, like, Kenny Pickett kind of got forced into action because it was supposed to be Trubisky's season, which we yep. all kind of knew Trubisky yeah. most likely wasn't going to last all 17 games. Yeah, wink, games. wink, sure, it's Trubisky's season. Ha-ha. Yeah, and after he threw four touchdowns to five picks, it was like, all right, let's see what we got in the kit. And the one thing I'll say about Kenny Pickett, though, is he, win ga- he wins games, man. They went 7-5 and five in his 12 starts. If he starts week one, Steelers might be a playoff team. Like, they might win a playoff game. Who knows? I mean, they won games to end the year. He played better as the season went on. And I like his weapons. I mean, you got two capable running backs, right? George Pickens, he could be a breakout. Oh, my God. So, I I mean, he could be a top 10 receiver in this league. And you still have a good defense, but individually, I agree. I think he could have a monster year. Even if it, like, a monster year is, you know, 20 touchdown passes eight picks. To me, that's a monster year, especially if you have a strong run game and good defense because you kind of just have to go out there and not lose games. You know, not be a game manager. You're going to have to make throws. You're going to have to win games because the AFC is absolutely loaded. There's going to be times in the fourth quarter he's going to have to go out there and win them games in the fourth quarter, but uh, I think he's going to make that leap this year. What do you think about Jordan Love, 40-1 to to win MVP, Ian? I wouldn't bet that, but I do, uh, you know, is each day passes, I feel a little bit better about Jordan Love. Just because if you think about that first year, like the example I would use would be Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski system when the Browns won, what, 11 games, won a playoff game, beat the Steelers in the playoffs. They had two really good backs in Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, so they were able to run the football. They had a good offensive line, and everything was pretty much based off play action, and Baker Mayfield completed like 65% of his passes. So if Jordan Love could be that quarterback, 
doesn't throw a bunch of bad interceptions. Those are set at 11 and a half, by the way. I would stay away. I would probably lean over because the last time we saw Jordan Love play a full season in college football, he led the nation in interceptions, and that was at Utah State. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Now he's going against NFL defenses. We still don't know if he could read an NFL defense. That was the knock. But, I mean, he sat behind Aaron Rodgers. It's a little bit different. Like, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre, who didn't know how to read an NFL defense. He just had a strong arm, threw a bunch of picks. Rodgers kind of learned how not to do that. Just slinging it. But, I mean, with Jordan Love, you have Christian Watson, you have Romeo Dobbs, you have a bunch of tight ends. I really like Jaden Reed out of Michigan State. He's also going to be their gadget guy. I think we'll finally see the Matt LaFleur offense, which is a bunch of pre-snap motion, hopefully, two tight end sets. I don't know, though. The preseason, it's only been one game. We're seeing a bunch of shotgun stuff with Jordan Love, three wide receiver sets. But I think he could have a big year, man, honestly. And if the defense uh, bounces back and they're able to be top ten, Maybe the Packers could win nine, ten games and surprise some people. And look, you got you have the, the run game really helps them too. I mean, that just that puts them in a position to be so much more comfortable to not have to force your quarterback to throw it 35, 40 times a game. So that that's that's certainly beneficial there. You know, out of all the rookie quarterbacks, I mean, I think we we can agree, right? Bryce Young has the most upside. Most upside, I would say, is Anthony Richardson. But do you think that he'll ever get to that point? I don't know. That's, See, that's my thing. To me, when people talk about upside, I get the physical tools are there. Yeah. But he's so raw that that can take so long to grow to that level that yeah. I just don't know if... Like, Bryce Young, you know what you're going to get, and he can elevate that. Like, Anthony Richardson is still learning how to play quarterback, while Bryce Young, it's going to be more about just adjusting to the NFL level yeah. and trying not to get killed by that offensive line they've got in Carolina. The problem with Anthony Richardson is... I mean, I, I would say, like, his ceiling, like, he could be... I mean, we forget how dominant, how good Cam Newton was those yeah. couple seasons in Carolina. Mm-hmm. But the problem was Cam Newton couldn't throw a pass over 25 yards by the time he was 28 years old because his body took a yes. beating. And that's what I'm saying, like, for Anthony Richardson. So I agree. Yeah, ceiling, like, Bryce Young could be this mix of Drew Brees and I don't even know who. Like, I always compare him to, like, Steph Curry because I feel like that's what he could be. We don't really know. We don't... You know, I know he's small, and I know he's, like, really skinny, you just hope that he slides, gets out of bounds. I like that Aaron Rodgers said that to him in Hard Knocks. Like, hey, slide every once in a while. Because that's your only scare, or your only concern, I should say, would be injury scares with him. Like, he gets, Yeah, the only hurt. thing I will say about Cam Newton is that he came in a more polished passer. Yeah. Out of all, I mean, he had a rot. Yeah, he also won a national championship. Like there, there was a lot more there than what we saw from Anthony Richardson oh, at Florida. I mean, yeah, he, so he was compa- a much better prospect, right. obviously. So that's why, like, I get the upside is there, but it's going to take longer. Cam Newton came in and won Rookie of the Year, yeah. and you, you could see like he was just more ready for that position. Don't get me wrong, I I know he was wildly inaccurate for a lot of his career. Yeah, there were issues about consistency and accuracy with Cam Newton, but he was, but he so was still at a man. higher level there. Oh, absolutely, he was an MVP I mean, and he deserved it. Those couple of years that he had, I'll never forget. He was playing against Green Bay, and and uh, it was uh, Clay Matthews, and they read the play. And he's calling out what it's going to be. And Cam Newton, I mean, you've probably seen the clip a hundred times. And he's like pointing at him. He's like, oh, oh yeah. you know the play? You oh, know yeah. the play? Oh, you've been watching film? Watch this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one of the best ever. Takes in the end zone regardless. Yeah. Oh, you've been watching film? Watch this. And it's that was just one thing. of the greatest you know, moments. It was, it was kind of like watching like Jordan or LeBron. You know what I mean? And yeah. that, like That's why I'm saying Anthony Richardson has a high ceiling. Because I think mm-hmm. he could be that. But does he unlock that? Who knows? I, I just think that he's in the best situation with Shane Steichen. Because I do think he could put in the right offensive set, uh, you know, to to make him shine. But Bryce, I think, is going to be good. But yeah, I like, I like Bryce Young. With, I like Bryce Young with Frank Reich, though. I agree. Again, no, and forget, I, and I like Bryce. And, for, and forget all the stuff that went on with the Colts. I mean, it was a different aged-out veteran falling apart quarterback every single year yeah. once Andrew Luck retired for for Frank Reich. Oh, it's been a mess, man. Like they've been just like digging. He up signed the- up for Andrew Luck, and then he got everything but Andrew Luck. 
Yeah, which, I mean, man, that's such a shame because I think Andrew Luck would have won a I couple know. MVPs, a couple Super Bowls. I, I mean, it's hard to say that. You never know. But, man, he was... I mean, he took the Colts from two wins to 11 wins his rookie year. Like, let's remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I like Anthony Richardson. Um, I mean, like, ceiling-wise. I like Bryce. I just think C.J. Stroud is going to be a good pro, but I think he's always going to be what he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like, good enough to win you 11, 12 games. I just I don't know what his ceiling is. I don't know that like if, I don't think he's ever going to win an MVP. Um, I don't think he's ever going to lead the league in passing touchdowns or yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really good quarterback. I just I worry about the Ohio State quarterbacks because are they one read quarterbacks? Because that offense is so quarterback friendly. The Ryan Day offense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're playing with the best wide receivers in in the Big Ten by far every year. That's the only concern, man. But I really do like C.J. Stroud. I made the case for him all last year. They should have beat Georgia. He was excellent in that game. He made plays with his legs, which was kind of the knock. How athletic is he? We know he can make the throws. God, some of those throws he made were just... Yeah. Inc- like, it's there. You know you can yeah. see it. It's there. Yeah. And that's my that's my thing with Anthony Richardson, is we didn't see that the same way we saw it with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. I also think it just comes down to, man, like, who's going to have the best offensive line? Because that should be one of Carolina's strengths. But if yeah. Bryce is running for his life, especially how small he is, yeah. he's not going to make it to week five. No. I mean, no. that's Kyler Murray's problem. Like if Kyler Murray can and stay Kyler healthy, Murray's a much better runner than Bryce Young. I know he plays so. video games and he might not love football and this and that, but like when he's healthy, he's an MVP candidate every single season. You know what I mean? But you got to keep these guys uh, healthy. You got to protect them. So if Bryce has a capable offensive line and actual weapons, he could be a Pro Bowl quarterback, yes. win an MVP. Yes. You know, maybe the same thing for C.J. Stroud. The problem is right now I don't like his weapons. Um, you know, as much Anthony Richardson, we don't love his weapons, but um. I mean, he's got big, tall receivers like Pittman. And with a quarterback like that, who knows? Maybe it ends up working out. It's just its a big question mark right now. It's so easy to be like, ah, you know, he's a project. He couldn't read a defense at Florida. It's a mess in Indianapolis. Their owner's a crazy person. Jonathan Taylor doesn't want to be there. And even if he does, is he healthy? just, I mean, it's a mess But you just never know in this league. Like like you said earlier tonight, like Seattle, we all thought they were going to be this nightmare with Drew Locke as their starting quarterback. And then it ends up like Geno Smith's the comeback player of the year, Pro Bowl quarterback. And now we're talking like Seattle might dethrone uh, the Niners in that division. Seattle's had some lucky quarterback, right? I mean, think about it. Yeah. They didn't, didn't think Russell Wilson was going to win the starting job as a rookie. No, they paid Matt Flynn all that money. <laughs> he threw six touchdowns in one game. They're like, damn it, that's our guy. That's our guy. 500 he yards passing. He was really good in that game, though. He, I mean, it was an incredible game. That's going to be a great fun fact to hit somebody with at a bar, too. Yeah. You know that uh, Matt Flynn threw more touchdowns in a game than Rodgers or yeah. Favre? 